Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics, pop culture, and sports, and get ready for some pop culture as we are talking WrestleMania! It's WrestleMania time. The granddaddy of them all is happening this weekend. Two-day event. It's uh, WrestleMania 39. WrestleMania is going Hollywood. I'm your host, as always, Matt Pierce, and uh, joining me today is Mac. How the heck are you, Mac? Good, man. How are you? Oh, not so bad. And rounding out the trifecta for the granddaddy of them all is Bill Martin. How are you, Bill? Good, good. It's the most wonderful time of the year to it be a wrestling sure, fan. It sure is. I love this. They got the whole weekend planned. You know, there's NXT all day. There's SmackDown tomorrow. We're recording this on Thursday. It's all. It's it's everything is happening when you're a wrestling fan. AEW's got the good show. AEW's really been since we last convened. AEW has been really really good. Let's just say that off the off the top. I think they've been doing a lot of great stuff since since we got off. I, we can't get into specifics, unfortunately, AEW fans, because there's just so much to talk about uh, with uh, WrestleMania night one and night two. Um, so here we go. Let's get into it. I'm, I am. We're gonna go match by match, and of course, we'll talk about the gambling odds, and you know, we'll do our, our usual uh, bout of fantasy booking and try to figure out uh, what's what. I am gonna go. Um, I'm sure this is, as always, card subject to change, but I'm going to go with this based on the way it is written by the good people at Wikipedia. So here are the matches that they're saying for night one. And uh, night one, we have Austin Theory versus John Cena. Singles match for the United States Championship. Uh, let me find the odds here. Uh, where are you? There we go. Austin Theory is minus 400, so he's a big favorite uh, in this one versus John Cena. John Cena's plus uh, 250 uh, right now, so a big match. John comes away with this. There's a little bit of juice there, but we're going into this one with Austin Theory as the favorite uh, against John Cena. Let's start with Bill. Uh, what are your thoughts on Austin's Theory versus John Cena? Well, you know, it's, it's always good to to see that John Cena was able to find time in his schedule. Um, he's been he's been in he's been in so much stuff lately, and you know what? I I have to admit that I've really loved him as an actor lately. Um, yeah. But uh, anyways, I'm excited about the match because you know absence makes the heart grow fonder, and we haven't seen John Cena in a while, and I, I I'm sure he's going to lose, but I think it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think. Storyline-wise, this one makes sense for him to lose, right? Especially after the way he cut that one promo where he basically just shredded Austin Theory down to the to the nuts and bolts, right? There's 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 just no way that like unless, unless they're planning an absolute burying of Austin Theory by uh, Cena winning, I I can't see this having any other uh, way other than than Austin Theory coming away with this because it just doesn't. Uh, it just doesn't make sense that they would bring back Cena and have him win this and then just bury a guy who looks like, you know, he could be on his way to being a top guy. He's probably a year or two away still from being a top guy, but uh, Austin Theory is... Uh, I, I like him. I like where he's heading. And I, and I think he needs this win, and John Cena never needs wins. So, uh, what do you think, Mac? Austin Theory versus John Cena. Yeah, I'm hoping that Cena's down with, you know, uh, going out on his back and... Like, if Cena wins, he's going to take the belt back to Hollywood. And then when are we going to see it again? When's it going to be defended again? Like, I don't mm-hmm. really think they can have him win and do anything decent. Yeah, and, like, with the rumor mill saying, like, you know, Vince likes Austin Theory, very unlikely he would just completely bury him by having him lose here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, and I know, I know there was that weird thing where, yeah, like Vin, Vince likes Austin Theory, and then he kind of fell out of favor once Vince uh, uh, didn't win. You know, he had he, he cashed in his money in the bank for the U.S. title. That was weird. I didn't even know you could do that. But uh, whatever. Here we are. You know, this the rules are vague and, and whatnot in wrestling. Um, yeah. So it sounds like we got. Uh, Sounds like we got Austin Theory in a sweep here. I don't, I don't think I need to go back around the horn unless anybody uh, speak down for everyone your peace, but it sounds like we all want uh, Austin Theory in this one. Um, I should mention that since we have record, since we last recorded a wrestling podcast with you guys, uh, they have been pushing uh, to make uh, wrestling, gambling legal now in uh in a lot of states because the, the, the betting odds that we use are also are, are, are obviously on uh, fun offshore websites that are, are you know, they, they put caps on it and they just do kind of funny odds for this and that. So that way there's no way you can really win like a buttload of money uh, uh, off of wrestling. But man, if they make wrestling legal, I don't think I, I my guess is if they're going to make wrestling legal for gambling purposes, it's going to be more like, prop bets on a super bowl and not actually like who wins and who loses like it'll be like like for let's take this austin theory john cena match for instance you could bet on like how many times john cena does the attitude adjustment you know and it'll be like over under one and a half or something like that or how many kickouts where there'll be or how, who's going to go over the top rope first or stuff like that there's no way it's going to be like who wins and who loses because obviously that's that gets there's just too many ways to mess that up in wrestling, right? And especially with how how murky it gets sometimes, it's it's strange. But I'm pretty excited to actually uh, legally gamble, quote unquote, legally gamble on uh, wrestling in the near future because I think it's going to happen. I, I really do. All right, next up, the big celebrity match of the weekend because WrestleMania always needs a celebrity match, but a different kind of celebrity match than we're used to this year, you guys. Seth. Freaking Rollins heads in there to take on Logan Paul. Uh, Seth Rollins, a heavy favorite in this one. He's minus 500. Logan Paul's plus 300. Um, I, I mean, there is, a, if this is indeed, if, if the people of Wikipedia are right, and this is indeed the card for night one, there's a very good chance that this is the the match of the night, and it is my like it, it to me it is one it, it there there's a two headed monster uh, in WrestleMania for what are going to end up being the most memed matches of the night, the most gift matches of the, of the weekend, uh, and th- this this is one of the big contenders for for just th- this could easily be the most memed match of the weekend. Uh, Mac, what do you think about Seth freaking Rollins versus Logan Paul in the in the celebrity match? Uh, yeah, like trying to look ahead from this point, um, and so like Seth has been on a little bit of a losing streak too now, kind of in the build. So, like it's like the 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 pendulum is swinging the way to like you know what I mean. Give him the win if we were just talking about a feud between like two guys, you know what I mean? And we're not talking about two, a feud between two um, full timers, right? Paul comes and goes and, and gets the celebrity, you know, it's field of the celebrity fire, which is really why he's there. Um, so I don't, uh, I would be really surprised if he won. I think Seth Rollins winning is like what they're going to do to be safe. And 
then just, you know, Logan Paul can come and go and involve himself in something else later. So I think Seth Rollins is going to win. Bill, is Logan Paul the most booed man of the entire weekend? I think he's going to be the second most booed person after Dominic Mysterio. Oh, good call. Good call. So I guess (laughs) if the people at Wikipedia are right, he might not even be the most booed man of the night, uh, uh, Logan Paul, if if it does end up being Dominic. Uh, What what do you think, Bill? What's what's your opinion on, uh, on Seth freaking Rollins versus Logan Paul? Well, every time that there's a Logan Paul match, I, you know, my initial thought is like, a, this is just going to be terrible celebrity junk. But every time this guy goes out there, he does something incredible. Like mm-hmm. he said, what, three matches now? Like the yeah, the Saudi match, the Royal Rumble, that crazy run in he did at at uh, Elimination Chamber. And now this So like I, I have a feeling it's going to be like a, a crazy good match and like it's going to be really entertaining and I'm I'm going to be like frothing at the mouth to see him get beat up so I think it's going to be a lot of fun I, I, I do can't... think sorry, sorry go ahead. ahead no you go ahead I was just going to say I, I, I think that Seth Rollins is going to pull out the win because I think regardless of what happens with Roman and, and Cody they're going to need another you know main eventer and I think that's Seth yeah, there's a couple things working in Seth Rollins' favor. Mac mentioned it, uh, that Seth Rollins hasn't won. He's been eating some L's on the pay-per-views for a while. And, you know, wins and losses, for the most part, in wrestling don't matter. But, uh, you know, we'll get to a match uh, a little bit later uh, uh, where, where a, a win may matter for a certain individual. Uh, but, you know, for the most part, wins and losses don't matter. And it, they certainly don't matter in, in with, with Seth Rollins. Because uh, he's over for forever, but you know, there's been a lot of talk about how he's been, you know, eating a lot of pins recently, and the way they're building this one has him as, you know, he's defending the boys in the locker room because uh, Logan Paul is, you know, doing the thing where he's like, man, I just show up here and I'm like the best guy at, at doing this, and so which is just great, which is you know, funny enough, kind of true. <laughs> Logan Paul has just kind of showed up and he's like, I'm just going to do this. And he makes it look pretty easy or or makes it look like kind of just anybody could do it if they put their mind to it. It was just, uh, you know, so I I can't imagine him coming away with the win. The other thing that's working in his favor is allegedly, if you believe the, uh, I don't think it's the rumors, but supposedly um, uh, this is the last match that Logan Paul has signed up for or whatever. So there's, you know, now whether or not that's, you know, floated out there for negotiating purposes in real life or whether that's just floated out there to throw us all off the scent so that we don't think Logan Paul can win and then he might. I don't know. But, yeah, I think I think Seth Rollins gets this W. And uh, But, I mean, this is – there's going to be some – like, it's so strange that I think this has a chance to be the work rate match of the weekend and it features, like, a celebrity. And you think about, like, you know uh, – uh, was it WrestleMania one or two or wherever when it was like Mr. T and Hulk Hogan and like how bad that was and Lawrence Taylor and just, you know, Dennis Rodman and all the celebrities of the past and Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins has a chance to be like the work rate match of the weekend, which is just, just wild. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say uh, Seth Rollins too. It sounds like, it sounds like we're all going Seth Rollins as well. So I don't, I don't think I need to go around the horn again. Um, all right, let's do the ladies. Uh, ladies first, ladies first. Uh, we got two legends in Trish Stratus and Lita 
teaming up with Becky Lynch to take on Damage Control, a.k.a. Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky in a six-woman tag match. The... I know I saw some odds for this. Just let me track them down. Come on. Where are they? Aha! Here we go. Uh, Tristratus, Lita, and Becky Lynch are minus 300. So they are the favorites going into this one. Bailey, Eoskai, and Dakota Kai are plus 200. Um, this one's a bit more difficult than the last two, I think, to call. Because, I mean, they got the legends in this. It's Trish and Lita. It's strange because they put the tag team belts on Lita and Becky Lynch, which that came a bit out of left field for for sure. And, you know, Damage Control just doesn't, in the storyline-wise, they really need this W because this is this is one of those things where we're talking. This isn't the match I actually referred, what I was talking about earlier when I said uh, wins and losses might matter. It might matter for Damage Control in this one because if it's just like, I mean, the time, like, WrestleMania is a time-honored tradition of I hate you guys, and you know who else does? These two legends for some reason, right? Uh, they, you know, they, they, they've done that many a time. But I, this one, I think, is tough to call. Trish, Lita, and Becky are are, are the uh, heavy favorites in this one, but I just, I kind of feel like if they want to keep this damage control thing going, they might need to get this win. What do you think, Bill? I think you... You hit my sentiments pretty much exactly. Like on its surface, it, this looks like that match where it's like, the, you know, the dastardly heels are going to get beat up by, you know, the, the old, the old crowd, you know. Yeah, but the old yeah, guard. Think, yeah, it just it seems like, I don't know. I think Damage Control really needs it. And I don't think that they hate Damage Control. I think that they really like Damage Control backstage, right? Like it's a good group. And Triple H, we know Triple H likes them, right? So I, I have a feeling there's, there's going to be something more to this. There's, maybe there'll be a swerve or something. I know I always call for a swerve, but I don't know. Maybe a Trish Stratus heel turn. Who knows? That, I, you said swerve, and I immediately went to that. I said, wouldn't it be great? Because they never do. They, the one thing they've never done with the Legends, or at least I can't, I don't know, I don't want to say never, because, you know, there's a, there's a an array of wrestling history. But I can't think of an example off the top of my head. Has a Legend... Uh, like people that have achieved legend status the way Trish and Lita have, have they ever come back and participated in a match, you know, similar to this and had one of them do like a heel move or a heel turn or whatever you want to call it. Right. Like I, I can't think of one. And I, I just think it would be like legendary, absolutely legendary. If Trish Stratus just betrayed Lita one last time or something like that, you know, like, like Lita goes up for the, uh, Lita goes up for the moonsault to finish the match. Trish just goes, ah, screw it. And just throws her off and was like, you know what? I never liked you. We fought for like, cause it, you know, some consider that the biggest rival, the biggest woman's rivalry in WWE history, right? It's Trish versus Lita. So I, I just think it'd be hilarious if it's like, I never liked you, and now I'm going to push you off the top rope, right? Like, I don't know. Mac, what do you think? That would be pretty funny if they go out on that same note. You know what I mean? And it would, keep, like, the, it would keep the juice going with you. Because, like, what happens? Trish, Lita, and Becky win, and then that's it? There's We got nothing going on the next night with the women with damage control? I don't know. Sorry, go well, ahead, Mac. Yeah, yeah. And so this is the other thing. Like, uh, pragmatically, like, why would you not – like um, build damage control. Those are your all the time guys. Um, your workhorses. They could definitely use the win. They could use that push. But here you have your your smiling baby faces. So it's like, and not just one, but now like like two of them. Where it's like, oh crap! Like you can't. Are you gonna bring both of them back and have them lose? 
just feels like ugh, something they want they wouldn't want to do. So I do think that uh, Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish will win. You know, and I I, I don't think they do something like that swervy stuff. I mean, I'd love it, but it will probably be just they win and they're like saying here longtime fans here's your nostalgia moment you know what i mean clap for this you know we gave this to you right that sounds like wwe mm-hmm. logic to me even though it's not in my opinion the most pragmatic thing to do and i hope it doesn't lead to damage control breaking up or something dumb like that yeah that would be the other because yeah if that's the thing if damage control loses you might as well just break them up right because they haven't really beat anybody they lost the titles to you know like older lady like like legend wrestlers not even like you know, may uh, part to part timers like you said, Mac. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like Damage Control needs this win, and and I'm not seeing a lot of. Uh, I'm not. I'm. Not, I don't know. I'm not seeing a lot of like. I, I just think it would be cool. I'm gonna root for the Trish. I know that's fantasy booking and kind of dumb, and they don't normally do that, especially on WrestleMania. But I just think it'd be really cool if Trish Stratus just betrayed Lita and then. Uh, took up with damage control. I just think that'd be, be a, a lot more fun. And then it was, ba- and then, you know, and then it becomes Bailey and Trish going after Becky and Lita for the, uh, for the tag belts that, I don't know. That sounds fun to me, but again, that's dumb fantasy booking. Uh, Bill official predictions for, uh, for this match. I think my official prediction is your fantasy booking. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. All right. I like it. What about you, Bill? Or sorry, uh, Mac official prediction for this one. No, I think BLT is going to win just because WWE won't do something cool like that. <laughs> Are you trying to big time me on my own show with that awesome uh, acronym there, Mac? Is that what's happening? Sorry, but I'll think... throw you the hell off this podcast, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. BLT versus Damage Katarl. Uh I'm going to say Damage Control just because I think they need the juice in this one. So I'm gonna and I'm going to wish for that heel turn. All right. Uh, the match everybody's looking forward to this weekend, the WrestleMania Showcase Fatal 4-Way Tag Match. Is that really how they're billing it? Good Lord. Uh, yeah, this was uh, a, a WrestleMania tradition unlike any other. This might even get like relegated to the pre-show or something like that, but a, a WrestleMania tradition unlike any other is the we got to squeeze a bunch of guys in there uh, on the card because... We just got them, and God bless them for doing it because I'm glad these guys all get a WrestleMania paycheck. So uh, here we go. It's a four-way tag match. we got Braun Strowman and Ricochet, um, who I've been calling just Team Fastball Special because they, they really need to do the move, the Colossus Wolverine move where Braun Strowman just throws Ricochet at somebody. Um, we got the Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford. Alpha Academy, Chad Gable and Otis versus the Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivar. Is this match... Even recent enough that we got odds on it. I'm not seeing anything. This one might not even be important enough to put odds on, for God's sake. I don't, I don't, I don't. It seems like it has not uh, been deemed to be worthy of a, wow. Uh, This one at least feels a little bit better than the, I mean, because night two has got the exact same thing happening with the, with the women's and uh, the women one. I mean, boy, if you thought this, if you thought the men's uh, fatal four-way tag match was thrown together so that people could cash some checks, wait till we get to night two and talk about the ladies' version of that one, because holy guac. Um, I guess the big question going into this one, if the, although I don't feel like something significant is going to happen 
uh, out of this match, other than a couple of cool spots involving the Street Profits and Braun Strowman and Ricochet. If I had to come up with a kayfabe thing for something to happen in this, I guess the question would be, do the Street Profits finally break up? Because they've been talking about that for a while, even though they, they haven't really teased it in life. That's just something, you know... The, Everybody online has been predicting because they, they figured they're going to Montez Ford is ready to get the rocket strapped to his back. Or what's going on with Chad Gable and Otis and uh, the uh, and, and Otis's involvement with the uh, the maximum male models, which week to week remains my favorite nonsense thing that they've got going. Um, Mac, what do you have to say about this one? <laughs> um, Not the know, sexiest man. match I've ever thrown to you, Mac, is what I'm saying. No, no, this one's uh this this is a weird this is a weird pitch you're throwing me. But I my thoughts on this. You have one team in here that's like like clearly main event, right, that they are behind, and that's Braun and Ricochet, and everyone else is not. And I'm not saying they're bad. I think in another Fed, like Alpha Academy or Street Profits would be your main event, guys. Like an A. Uh, am I allowed to say AEW on this podcast? Just to yeah, go you know. for it. Okay, <laughs> I'm not affiliated with anybody. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, like there, you know what I mean? Like the the work rate guys, you know what I mean? Like they yeah. would they would have it exactly. So it wouldn't be wouldn't necessarily be Braun and Ricochet that's the top dog, but here they clearly are. So I don't, and especially since this is kind of slapdash, does they ever do anything slap? You know to fill the card and then not play it safe? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't... This isn't a big one. I just... I I, I probably see... I'm like a knife to my ribs on this one. I probably go with the Viking Raiders. They've been getting some wins recently. I, I like To me, it's either them or Braun Strowman and Ricochet because Street Profits can not win this match and still look awesome. Uh, Alpha Academy, I can't see them getting the win in this because they're setting the whole thing up for... Otis to join maximum male models, so they're not going to win. Uh, yeah, this is just, it, it, like I said, it's a classic, let's just get these guys on the card and make it so they can cast checks, which I'm perfectly fine with. And maybe this will be funny, but I can't see this match going for more than 15 minutes, right? Like, this is probably going to be the shortest match of the night, I would imagine. Uh, <laughs> what do you think on this one, uh, Bill? I think, you know, well, I think there's a, first there's a typo in the uh, in the Wikipedia title for this match. I think it's the, it's supposed there? to be called the, the Men's WrestleMania Merchandise Table Showcase. There you go. Yeah. That's well yeah. done. <laughs> uh, but, I, you know, I think, honestly, about the match, I think you can't sleep on the Street Profits, right? They clearly yeah. have big, big plans for, for Ford, for sure, and kind of Dawkins, too. Like, I think they, they see him as a star as well. So I, I could think, see. Sorry I could to see interrupt his... you there, but I think Dawkins is hearing all this Montez Ford chatter because he looks like he's been getting himself into even better yeah. shape. You know, what he I looks mean? like a million yeah. bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could see something happening with them. You know, As they seem like the ones that they they think have the biggest upside right now, and I I totally agree. Like both of those guys are stars. So you know, sure, go start a, a storyline with those two right now because that could take you through to the end of the year. Uh, Mac, official prediction for the men's WrestleMania showcase, fatal four-way tag match? I'm playing it safe, uh, uh, Braun and Ricochet. All right. Uh, Bill, official prediction? I'm going to go Street Profits. Okay. I'll say Viking Raiders for fun. So I like that we've at least all got uh, a different – the only one we're not saying is the Alpha Academy. Sorry, guys. Uh, Okay. The ladies again. Here's a big one. This is a big one. We got Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. For 
the SmackDown Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley, I believe, is one of the biggest favorites of the weekend. I'm trying to check to see if she's the biggest favorite of the weekend. Um, seeing a lot of good stuff here. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Um, Rhea Ripley is minus 1,000. Charlotte Flair is plus 500 uh, to win this matchup. Now, if you're looking to get a... If, if you're looking... Gambling-wise, let's just talk about gambling-wise before we get into the wrestling of it all. Gambling-wise, obviously you're not laying the 100 points of juice with Rhea Ripley because there's no profit to be had there. You're taking the plus 500 and the 5-1 to one odds on Charlotte Flair because there's always... There is a better than 5 out of 1 chance that the WWE box on this and give Charlotte Flair yet another awesome thing that's happened at WrestleMania. So if you're a gambler, you're putting the money on Charlotte Flair and hoping that the WWE does something silly so that Charlotte can have another, another W. That said, there's a very good reason that Rhea Ripley is a minus 1,000 uh, favorite in this matchup uh, because she is one of the most important people in the company right now. She looks like a million bucks. All of the character work she's been doing, she's basically been carrying this, let's be honest, she's been carrying this whole Judgment Day Dominic Mysterio thing while also, you know, prepping herself up. She went wire to wire in the Rumble. It's, you know, they've told the story, although, like, they haven't really fleshed this one out fully. They've told enough story with, hey, hey, you beat me at WrestleMania already once when I was on NXT. Now here I am in full, like, uh, in full Rhea Ripley mode, and and she's just ready. It, it, this is her time. Rhea Ripley needs this W, and I think this is, will be, uh, if, if it's not the first, it will be the, if it's not the first, it will be the second or third of what I think is going to be. Uh, what I'm hoping is a clean sweep for Judgment Day because I want Judgment Day to win all three of their matches and then uh, move on and then, you know, go out next night with a couple of with, – with, I want them to be out there Monday night with all of – like like having done a clean sweep. I think that's just the best way for the thing, especially to have Rhea Ripley standing there uh, holding the SmackDown uh, Women's Championship. Uh, Bill, what say you on Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley? I actually had to do a – like a double take when I saw the C beside Charlotte Flair's name. Cause like she is, she almost seems like she's not even part of this story. Like this is the Rhea Ripley story. You know what I mean? Like this is all about her. And I think this is basically going to be a coronation, I, but I do think it'll be a great match. And once again, I know we say this all the time, but like it's not hundred percent. There's always like at least a 30% chance that Charlotte Flair is going to win maybe yeah. 40. And that's why you're betting the plus 500 on Charlotte Flair. If yeah, you're exactly. gambling on this matchup, you're not laying any money on Rhea Ripley. It just it because there's no profit to be made there. It's there's too much juice, and on the off chance that WWE decides to do something silly, then you, you've got your money on Charlotte Flair there at five to one. And you might never see Charlotte Flair in a WrestleMania match at five to one ever again. So that's how juiced Rhea Ripley's story is right now. Um, Mac, what do you have to say about Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley? There's no arguing the the positions you guys are taking on this it only makes utmost sense that it goes to rhea ripley um i think charlotte's pretty safe too because they love to tout the oh, i've won this many times right yeah so 
It'll just if she loses it, she can win it back a year and be like, oh my god. And with with that tie, flares in days or number of rains or yeah, whatever. You know what what, yeah, whatever it is, she she'll have to lose it in order to get and win it back in order to get there, right? So yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Rhea Ripley is 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 going to win this, or else it's well. We can't put it past them not to ever win this. But she, yeah. yeah, I'm going through Rhea Ripley. Yeah, clean sweep for Rhea Ripley. It's it's her time. She's she's ready, and and it's just it's just gonna look so awesome. And and this this low key could be match of the night because I guarantee you they're gonna sneak in a couple of spots. Because even though Rhea Ripley Rhea Ripley's gonna be, she'll have the crowd behind her in this matchup, even though she's supposed to be the heel, I guess. But they haven't really. Done a great job of fleshing that out. Rhea is going to be the one that the crowd is behind, and I think they're smart enough to realize that, and I'll bet they do a couple of, like, oh, my God, is Charlotte actually going to win this match in Rhea, you know, moments? And we're going to be like, oh, thank God Rhea kicked out, you know, sort of a thing, right? I'll bet we, uh, I'll bet they have a couple of spots like that. This this low-key could be uh, one of the matches of the weekend for sure. All right, next up, two matches left on night one. We got the Usos, Jimmy and Jay, Versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And what a difference a year makes, ladies and gentlemen. Last WrestleMania, three of us were discussing who was going to win in a match between Sami Zayn and, and, can you remember? Top of your dome pieces, gentlemen. Who Sami Zayn fought at last WrestleMania and lost to? Johnny the entire cast of Jackass. Johnny Knoxville and the entire cast of Jackass. Sami Zayn. That was his spot last year. And a month ago, I would have argued that you should have let Sami Zayn beat Roman Reigns for the title in Montreal because the crowd pop would have been perhaps loudest of all time. It might have it might have superseded the pop heard around the world. Like and and for that and because I think wrestling is about how great moments are necessarily. I think there's a very good chance that in a year or two we, we look back and we go, I probably should have let Sami Zayn win that match in Montreal at Elimination Chamber or whatever it was, right? They probably should have done that. That really would have brought, you know, that would have been an all-time crowd moment and stuff like that. But here we are. The Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, let me find the uh... – okay, this is the biggest favorite of the weekend, though. Uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens minus 4,000 gentlemen to become the new tag team champions. Uh, the Usos plus 900. Uh, I'm just going to do very little analysis for this before I throw it to Mac because I don't see any way storytelling wise for this not to end with, uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn winning the belts, which is why they're the biggest favorites of the weekend at minus 4,000. But, uh, you know, it is wrestling. Uh, what do you think, Mac? The Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Well, I'm I, I'm agreeing a lot tonight, which is <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's what you wanted, but yeah, like this is good because, it, and I think they will. It, it will kind of shake things up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, your um, bloodline story and everything is good, but they they still they need a chase too, right? Like, they, you got to do something or else it's just stagnant and. Like it, it would give Sammy and like they could use it 100%. Like, I want, I want it to happen. Like Kevin Owens, like, oh, this person's gonna face Kevin Owens, and like he's always up there challenging for the, you know, for something, but never ever uh, getting, getting that. So, I think that they have enough that they can program with this if they, you know, do it right and 
keep the bloodline in there with some kind of jagged alliances or what's going to happen. Will the Usos start to blame each other? Will Roman come in and grab him by the ear and reform things? Like they could really keep us guessing if they have Sammy and Kevin win, which is yeah. Yeah. So that's why I'm going with Sammy and Kevin. I I keep saying, don't put it past them because like, yeah, they could just be like, see you guys, you're chumps. You're, you know, not bloodline. So we're just going to have bloodline dominate everybody and never do anything interesting. It was a possibility, but yeah, um, hopefully they just keep using the momentum that's there. And I agree. They wasted that moment in Montreal. Like, Oh, that was, yeah, kind of a shame. I think already, I think people are saying that and people are disappointed that WWE didn't seem to learn. Right. They're thinking like, this is a triple H era. He should give the fans what they want. Right. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, I, I don't want to get him twisted on that. I don't think they told a bad story with uh, Sami Zayn, uh, uh, with Sami Zayn not winning there. I don't think they did. I just think, you know, it, it would have been. I don't think there's any doubt in my mind that if he won, if he got the one, two, three, that that crowd reaction would have been the loudest in the history of professional wrestling. <laughs> in the history of professional wrestling, and that's. They kind of robbed themselves of that, but I get it. I get it. It was probably kayfabe wise, it was probably better, but you know that's that's gonna on on one of the many many YouTube channels uh, that exist that do those like you know top ten these Mid-top, wrestling yeah moments. yeah it's gonna be like top ten missed opportunities and it'll be like number one you know and then some dude with an English accent is gonna go Sami Zayn not winning the title <laughs> right you know like. <laughs> Uh, I love those, man. I'm a junkie. I like to just watch that. Oh, some of those are fun. Oh, absolutely. That's a YouTube rabbit hole. You can fall right down. Um, Bill, can you make any sort of case for the Usos to potentially come away uh, still the undisputed tag team champions? Well, gosh, minus four, four thousand. I mean, I'd put, I'd put some money on that. Oh yeah, if they're getting, uh, yeah, they're getting nine to one odds. I, I think. Yeah, you bring up a good point, and I should have mentioned that. Gambling-wise, you're doing the same thing uh, with the uh, Charlotte Flair match, where this is such a heavy favorite that you put a couple of units on the Usos at plus 900, because you never know. You never know, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Storyline-wise, though, I think... I don't think it's so much about, like, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn winning this title. I think it's going to be... That story's going to be, like, the collapse of the bloodline, right? I think... I think we're going to see in this match like ten that that tension between Jimmy and Jay is just gonna gonna snap, you know. And I think we're going to see the the start of the downfall, you know, on at the end of night one, and then it's going to carry over into night two. So yeah, I think you know Sammy and Kevin will probably win the match, but I don't think that that's really the story that's happening. Mac, do you have when you think when when you look back right now? Or let's say right now, when you look at Roman Reigns' career, do you have who do you have ranked higher, the Bloodline or the Shield, in terms of his career work? Well, this is just my personal preference, right? Like, Shield was great, but like Shield was great not just because of Roman Reigns. Like, since this is them basically figuring out what the hell to do with them, and 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 you know actually getting something over, I'm gonna say this. You know, objectively, if I'm trying to look at wrestling history, wrestling history and see, like, what's more important or what is the, you know what I mean, overall better thing by, like, dissecting it and looking at the various components and all the work and stuff. Like, 
some would say, yeah, Shield is better, and this that's the highlight of Roman's career. It's the best thing he's ever done. But this is like to me sort of the ven- the vendetta like the vendetta a lot of f- fans had with WWE getting kind of turned around in that now they have something with him that doesn't feel forced and, and feels more natural and actually works right so I see it as a writing of a wrong and maybe other people don't see it that way. Uh, what about you, Bill? Who you got? Uh, the Bloodline or the uh, the Shield? Uh, honestly, I think I think the Bloodline's better. You know, like the Shield was really cool, right? Like it was a cool faction that did a lot of cool stuff. But you know, it was you could tell it was like three guys starting out on their career, and it was a great launching pad. But like this is like one of the best stories that WWE has had in a long time, and it's been going for a long time. And like, there's just so many great characters. Like Roman Reigns is great. Jay Uso is, I think he's even more interesting than Roman Reigns. Like. And, and look what they've done for Sami Zayn. You know, it's like, this is just a great story. Yeah, I got to agree. I think it's a bloodline, and I don't think it's particularly close anymore, just in terms of the long-term tor- storytelling and all of the side characters that have come. And like I said, Sami Zayn lost, <laughs> like the bloodline brought him in to the point where he should have won the WWE <laughs> belt, probably. And last year, he was losing to fucking Johnny Knoxville to promote their dumb jackass movie in the... In the headline last year. Oh, so good. All right, last match for night one. Uh, Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. Father versus son. I'm hoping they do something because they got the Hall of Fame ceremony. I don't know if it's earlier in the day, Saturday or on Friday, but Rey Mysterio is going into the Hall of Fame. I hope uh, Dominic and uh, Rhea ruin his coronation, right? Like, I hope they ruin that celebration. Like, they, they beat him up on stage or whatever uh, for the night before, uh, that I, I just think that would be so fun. A uh, little bit closer on this one. This is the closest one that uh, the books have so far. Uh, Dominic Mysterio is the favorite, uh, but he's only minus one fifty, and Rey Mysterio is plus one ten. So this is like a stand. This this is a standard. Uh, uh, like if there were two uh, basketball teams going at each other, where you're like, ah, we think this team's a little bit better, but you never know. The other team could easily win this this one. So this this is. The closest match of the night. I mentioned earlier that I want uh, Judgment Day to get a sweep here. So my official prediction for this one is going to be Dominic Mysterio because I just think it tells a better story uh, if he wins this and and through if he beats his dad through nefarious means and and keeps this going, keeps the heat on him, and keeps the Judgment Day looking stronger for the night. I want them to have a clean sweep. Uh, what do you think, Bill? You know, it's funny. I think. When I was looking at the lineup here, aside from the main event, I think this might be my most anticipated match. And if I had told myself this like six months ago, I would have laughed at myself. Yeah. But like, I think I think that Dominic's gonna win, and I think he's gonna like rip Ray's mask off or something, like just totally, you know, end his career. But yeah. the, there's there's also the possibility that they're gonna extend this out to a few matches. Like I know they're doing a a stadium show in Puerto Rico soon, right? So like. That would be a pretty good main event for that. Or like, you know, Rey Mysterio and Bad Bunny versus Dominic and, and like, uh, was Damien Priest? Yeah, Damien Priest. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there's been some rumors that Bad Bunny might be around this weekend. And, you know, the you know the scuttlebutt on the net is, oh, does he get involved in this matchup? Because this would be the one, right? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be down. Uh, Mac, what do you think? Uh, Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. 
I like the aspect of like retribution. You know what I mean? Like finally it's on this grand stage that Ray, you know, gets his moment and gets back to him. And like, and since Dominic is still building up, like, I don't think that would hurt him that much. Like he could still be nefarious and, you know, have, have a minor setback like that. Um, and good point that uh, Bill raised there, that there is a, you know, a show in Puerto Rico coming up as well. And that's another opportunity to, you know, to milk this. And then the other question is, is Dominic ready for the big push to go over that much that, okay, he's now ended his father's career and he's big, bad villain who can talk the talk and walk the walk in the ring good enough from this point forward. That's a tough one to answer. Maybe he is. And maybe they're going to pull that trigger. And I'm sure that's like, that's a, like in kayfabe, it's so dastardly, but in reality, that's a very honorable and good way to, you know, within the family, they're probably like, Fuck yeah! Oh, excuse me, I'm not allowed to say that. Uh-huh. I'm sure you can. <laughs> okay, Again, I'm not affiliated with anybody. <laughs> okay, well, I just I just don't want to use the too foul language in your podcast. Well, I got explicit next to it. <laughs> okay. Well, in reality, that's like fuck yeah! Like that's like a like a wrestling dynasty's dream. Like it would be great, but it's a tar- a tough question to answer. So you know what though? I'll be the flying the ointment on this one. I'm gonna say Ray gets the retribution. Alright. How many father-son matches have there been in the history of wrestling that I can think of? I know, You know, Vince fought Shane a bunch of times. Uh, <laughs> I think Stephanie fought Vince once. David Flair fought Ric Flair back in WCW. Those are like the only ones I could really think of. I don't think... Did Randy fight Cowboy Bob at any point? I, don't, I can't think of any... Uh, I can't think of that. Yeah, so there's not like a great history of... Uh, of, of father-son match, or there's not like a rich history of father-son matches, at least not that I can think of. Um, Dominic versus Ray. Bill, official prediction. Going Dom. Uh, Max said Ray. I'm going to go uh, Dominic as the tiebreaker. What match do you think is going to be, I don't think they've officially announced what's going to be the main event of night one. Uh, what do you think the main event's going to be, Mac? Or uh, Well, I'll, let me let me rephrase. Uh, what do you think it'll be, and then what do you want it to be? Oh, dear. All right. I think the... Mm, I'm torn. I'm torn between what I want. Because you have uh, SmackDown Women's Championship with uh, Rhea Ripley, who's got all the momentum. And then you got the uh, Usos and Sami Zayn, which is like everyone's really invested in that story. So, okay, probably, uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to sound sexist, but I think that there's probably a little more interest in Usos and Sami Zayn. Just because it's been going so long, it's got this bloodline gimmick that's just so super hot. Um, so it's probably first uh, main event is that, and then the second like second co-main event, if you want to have men's main event and women's main event, then those two. But if we have to just kind of say like one main event, then Usos and Sammy. Yeah, I think I think I'm I'm in the exact same boat of you. I think they're going to do Usos and Kevin Owens, Sammy Zayn, and I kind of want it to be Charlotte Flair versus uh, Rhea Ripley. Um, I mean, they you since they switched to two nights, they've pretty much used night one as the way to be like, okay, our best women's match is going to um, main event night one, which I kind of like. Last year, I think night one ended with. Uh, Kevin Owens and Stone Cold Steve Austin, which, you know, that's fine. If you're not going to do the ladies, you got to make it something super awesome. 
the uh, like Stone Cold's return and beating up and stunning Kevin Owens. So if you're not putting the ladies on night one, you better be damn sure that your uh, your the match you have is is uh, great. So I'd be fine with Usos uh, versus Owens and Zayn. Uh, what do you think, Bill? Like slash want or think slash want for night one? Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat. You know, I'd, I'd love to see Rhea and Charlotte go on last because it's you know it's the women's championship. But uh, I don't know. I think that that the Usos and Sammy and and Kevin is just such a hot story that if that doesn't go on last, whatever goes on after them is just going to be total flop. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that should be on last probably. All right, let's head to night two. First up, I'm going to go top to I'm going to go bottom to top on this one. First up, Brock Lesnar versus o- Omos with. Uh... MVP, and I mentioned earlier that uh, I think it was a two-horse race for most gifable match of the weekend. Uh, number one was Seth freaking Rollins versus Logan Paul. I think this is the other contender for gifable match of the weekend because there's a chance that these two do some some big hoss stuff that we haven't ever seen. I'm talking like uh, Omos throwing Brock Lesnar around and like. like because, you know, Lesnar will sell, man. Lesnar is underrated, one of the best sellers that uh, the WWE has ever had. Like, when he wants to, he sells like an like an MFer, man. And, uh, you know, there's the chance of Omos uh, beating um, or, or of, of Lesnar F5-ing Omos. Like, there's just, there's a lot of stuff that can go on here. Uh, Omos is the favorite in this one. Uh, according to a different WrestleMania website, they got Brock Lesnar going off at uh, nine to one, and Omos right now looks like he's about a three to four to one favorite. So he's about minus four hundred for this uh, for this matchup. Uh, this is the only match of the weekend. I also mentioned with this one that this is the only one where, to me, wins and loss might who wins and who loses might actually matter. Um, because we've seen Omos eating loss after loss after loss on these pay-per-views. And I've said it a dozen times. I say it every podcast we do on wrestling. Wins and losses, for the most part in professional wrestling, don't matter. But they matter when you're building a guy up to be an absolute monster like you are with Omos. And he keeps losing every big pay-per-view match. They did it. And that's what ultimately killed Bray Wyatt back in the day. Was that any anytime it was a big match, like he would always lose. But Omos has got to somehow win this match. And I just think this is there's just going to be a lot of cool stuff. And maybe Brock Lesnar will bust out the shooting star press uh, for... It, just to prove everybody, hey, I can do it. <laughs> like, screw you guys. But this is going to be, there's no way this goes longer than 10 minutes. It might not even go longer than five minutes. And it just might be five minutes of pure guys, throw, two just giant human beings throwing each other through brick walls. I think this uh, is low-key, low can be the most fun slash spectacle slash I'm having fun and I don't care what's, you know, who all wins or loses match of the weekend. I'm, I'm... I am in more than most, I think, on Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Mac, what do you think? Okay, like, yes, it could be fun uh, for that same way. You know, okay, but then was, like, Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg, where it was, like, that two-minute match. You know what I mean? Yeah, Uh, but Goldberg, we all know that why that was that, because Goldberg is uh, not a Goldberg fan. I'm just not. 
<laughs> oh, that that's fair. I mean, uh, overall, you know, you'd say that he fucking sucks and did way <laughs> didn't do anything good in the industry. He was not a good wrestler. Like, yeah, some would they, say that. <laughs> they have reasonable grounds. I mean, yeah. is Goldberg going to show up and like spear me? I hope not. But anyway, no. <laughs> this one. Uh, just looking at after this one though, so it's like, so Brock's a big deal. We got this young up and comer guy. If the young up and comer guy beats Brock, mm-hmm. what's left for Brock? And was Brock? Gonna... Oh, it's just Brock's not going anywhere. Well, I mean, in in terms of like, that's the thing. This is why Omos has to win this match because Brock, if he loses to Omos, that hurts Brock not one iota. He could be on Raw the next night if you if let's say he wants some time off because there's some time off rumors with Brock Lesnar too. Brock could be on Raw. Then Brock could lose to Omos, and he could be on Raw the next night, challenging whoever for the WWE Championship, and no one would blink one iota of it. Like, but if Lesnar beats Omos, Omos has nothing. He's got no big wins, and he's got nowhere to go. And even though he's this seven foot monster who can move and do some things, and sure he's still a little bit green, I just don't think it 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 helps if if he. Uh, oh, it. Uh, it- Completely, if, if he loses, right? Oh, it'd be terrible for Omos. Super terrible, right? Um, to be, it, but this is the pattern, right? They had, uh, what's his name? Nathan Jones, right? He was pushed really hard at first, and then, you know, WrestleMania, he was there when before he should have been. And the, and the loss to Omos would just completely derail Omos, and, like, that's not what we want either. So, for me, I saw this as a lose-lose. Like, Lesnar loses now that you know, takes a lot of his uh, stock out and then Omos loses. And I just don't think, I just disagree with that completely. I don't think Lesnar's stock is hurt at all. If he loses to Omos, I just, I don't think, I don't think, I think the win and the winner loss does not matter to Brock Lesnar. And I think it does matter to Omos because you lose his monster mystique. If Brock Lesnar just goes out there and F fives him and wins the match. Right. I mean, I won't okay. hate it because I'll be like, ah, uh, yep, there's Brock doing Brock things, but I'll yeah. just be like, I'll just be kind of more like, ah, man, because I, I, I just, I think they can do stuff with Omos, and but if he loses this one, then you might as well just honestly just cut him from your roster because you're not going to do anything with him, right? Because it'll just be yet another loss on a pay per view. Yeah, and I don't put it past him. I know I say that a lot tonight to just you know pay the Brock due and feed him somebody. You know what I mean? Just so he has something to do on WrestleMania. I hope not the case. I, I get your point. What you're saying with Lesnar is that he's easy to build back into a monster, right? You can just have him, you know, get a bit of steam back by beating someone else good, just kind of reassert himself. And the crowd will be behind him and scared of him again. And, you know, even the guys like him who are, like, um, the biggest deal, yeah, sometimes they lose too. And, well, that's realistic. Maybe we got to accept that. Okay. Um. What about you, Will? Brock versus Omos. I think this match you're going to be able to watch like in its entirety via Twitter clips for the next couple of days. Like, I think That's it's, what, like just like it, you said, most giveable like, match, man. Most yeah, giveable match. Yeah, it's going to be like someone's going through a table. Someone yeah. might go through the entire ring. Like the ring might get flipped. It's going to be something like that. And yeah, I totally agree. Like, it doesn't matter if Brock loses. Like, no one's going to remember if Brock Lesnar loses the matches loses this match, but everybody's going to remember if Omos wins this match, right? Like, if he beats Brock Lesnar, he's a made man, right? So I think they got to go with Omos. If they're ever going to do something with him, he's got to beat Brock Lesnar. Uh, Official predictions for this one, Mac? Well, I'm... uh, I'll be the fly in the ointment again. I'll stick with Lesnar. 
Bill, official prediction? I'm going to go Omos. All right. I am an Omo sapien. I am an homosexual. I'm oh, going with Omos. I'm going with Omos. Uh, good, good Very good. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're moving on. Uh, let's queue up the ladies. Bianca Belair versus Asuka. Singles match for the Raw Women's Championship. This is a little bit of a strange one because i got to tell you, the odds threw me off on this one because they are even. Both of these ladies are minus 120 to win this match, which means that um, they're, they're saying that this is this is even Steven. Either one of the – like the gambling people are saying this is even Steven. Either one of these ladies could win this match and walk out of the the championship. And let me just say I kind of agree with them. Let me – I mean, I guess we're if we're queuing this one up, Kayfabe-wise, we've built Bianca Belair up to the point where she's basically kind of the female John Cena right now. Where she's big match Bianca. She is the superhero that is the biggest, like, make-a-wish, doing the rounds, uh, appearing on talk shows, doing this and that. She was, you know, she's on podcasts. She's she's everywhere in the public doing all that good stuff. And she, she looks unbeatable. And then in the other corner, we've got a resurgent Asuka who I would say needs this win. Not that Asuka needs wins because she's always going to be there, but I think that she would need this win. It would, I think it would do more for her and storytelling going forward, especially in the women's division, if she wins this match. Because I don't think she's – if she wins a singles match at WrestleMania, which I don't think she's done yet because she lost the uh, – the Charlotte Flair match, which, you know, that's one of the many Charlotte Flair ones where we look back and we go, that was a mistake. But, I mean, we've got this new Asuka with the mist, and hell, the great Muda's going in the friggin' Hall of Fame this weekend. So does Asuka come out in Muda makeup and, you know, as a tribute to him and, and mists Bianca and, and wins the match? I mean, I, I, I could see this going either way. Um, my heart says Oscar, but my head says Bianca. Um, Mac, what do you think? I don't think they're going to take it off Bianca. Um, like Oscar is is great. She's at Buzzsaw, and is she's always got the chance. You know what I mean? Kind of a wild card that way. Uh, and the resurgence and stuff is is good and. I guess there's a little bit of a fantasy book too, because I'd want a lot of build. You know what I mean? Just more build before mm-hmm. someone takes that belt from Bianca. And I think that's what they would go for. Um, yeah. Cause Bianca is like, she's just being so great right now that I kind of don't want her to lose it. But generally in these decisions, I'm in favor of uh, shorter reigns just cause it shakes things up more. But I, I just don't see it happen. I think Bianca retains. I agree. I just Bianca, neither of these. I, uh, Bianca isn't hurt. I guess why my my heart is with Oscar is because I think her losing this match shoves her further down the card, and I don't want to see that happen. Whereas if Bianca loses this match and loses the belt, she's not going anywhere. She could be back on Raw the next night fighting Charlotte Flair, or Rhea Ripley, whoever comes out of that one for the other belt. You know, that's it's just. Like Bianca is just, she's 
so good. She is so unbelievably good. And I, I just, I want to kind of see Asuka get her due, which is why my heart says Asuka, but my head says Bianca, because it just makes sense the way they've built Bianca and, and for her to just put another one on the mantle. And the fact that there hasn't really been much of a story build for this one, it's just kind of Asuka won a battle royale to face Bianca, and now she's just kind of been showing up doing this weird, like, am I going to beat you up or not? But I'm also, like, spitting this green blood out of my face, out of my uh you know, I'm, I'm spitting this green mist and stuff. So there's not really a great build there, which is why I ultimately agree with you, Mac. And I think Bianca Belair is going to retain because that just makes the most sense. I just think it's shame. Um, what do you? Uh, what are your thoughts on this one, Bill? Yeah, the the build for this one has been kind of weird, right? Like, like you yeah. said, like they they did they even get physical yet? Like, if they did, maybe it was just this past smackdown or whatever like yeah i don't think they have because the build for this one you're right has just kind of been like everybody loves these two yeah (laughs) yeah so this really could go either way right it almost feels like this one is like the beginning of a story rather than the end of a story which you kind of need a few of those on the wrestlemania card right like you can't have every Mm -hmm. story over on monday so i don't know i could see this one going either way and continuing on to the next couple of pay-per-views i'd really like to see oscar turn evil because yeah i'm just loving this new uh new gimmick she's got yeah the kana adjacent version yeah. of oscar i i just yeah maybe that's why maybe that's how they keep her character fresh maybe she loses this one and then that's what um you know is the final push into her descent into madness and on uh, monday night she's full kana basically yeah, full full the, killer clown yeah with the with the oscar garb but yeah that could that could work just uh they got a couple ways i i think this like, it wouldn't be full, like, obviously, on a scale of one to gender, this would be about a four, probably, of surprising the crowd if Oscar won. But, uh, you know, the, 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 I think this is why the odds are even for both women, basically, is that it, there's reasons that Bianca could lose and not be hurt, and there's, you know, re- there's reasons to have Oscar win. I think this would be... This is going to be a lot of fun. This is the one I'm, I'm uh, has got. I think the first one where it's like this has got a real chance to surpri- have a kind of surprise finish if Oscar were to win it. Uh, official prediction for this one, Mac. I'm gonna stick to my guns, Bianca. Uh, Bill, I'm gonna have to go Bianca too, but I'm not happy about it. Yeah, clean sweep for me. I love both these ladies so much. I just wish they had a better build, other than it. Like I said, it just seems to be everybody loves these two. Let's have them wrestle. Uh, let's stick with the ladies. Uh, the women's version of the WrestleMania Showcase Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Match. Uh, there's no odds on this one, but we got, again, the the men's... This is just the ladies' cash and checks, and I'm all for it. Because, I mean, these teams... Oh, boy. Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez? Sure. Natalia and Shotzi? Why not? Ronda and Shayna? Getting warmer. Uh, Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville? Okay. Uh, I mean, I just... I have very little to say on this match other than I assume Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler win this match because they're the only one that I can see them building these two forward as an actual uh, tag team. And, I mean, maybe I can see Liv and Raquel winning just because they're – the fans love Liv and Raquel Rodriguez. I'm expecting them to, like, push her to the moon once this – or not – I think she's going to start getting her push once this – season is over they didn't have anything for her this year but i'm expecting her to be big time next i could just see her being like 
okay, just I could just see them behind the scenes being like, okay, Raquel, next like twenty twenty three after WrestleMania, that's your year. And uh, yeah, but uh, Ronda and Shayna winning this to me is makes the most sense. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, I mean this this one is even like less makes less sense than the uh, the men's WrestleMania nope. showcase Fatal Four Way. Just cash them checks, ladies. It's all yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's but I mean, all we I, care about I right think now. it'll be I think it'll be fun, right? Like the matches like this are always a, a good time. There's lots of chaos, so you know, mm-hmm. I, I think it'll be a good time. We'll probably see Ronda and Shayna just choke everybody out, and it'll be it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, Bill, anything? Or sorry, Mac, anything to add? Uh, yeah, and I, I kind of don't want Ronda to win. I don't know. I'm like Shayna. I think is has been doing solid work, right? She's been the workhorse that I think deserves the attention. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just weird. Like, I see NXT, and she was such a monster, and like, like she had an awesome feud with with Bianca Belair, and like, uh, Bianca Belair finally was able to like you know use her strength and power to to pin her but then it was like that heel move where you know someone distracted that referee and like your heels weakness you thought you know was this finally exploited and it wasn't it was a really great feud and she can't she could be something so much better and i don't dislike ronda but of the two i i i think shana deserves more spotlight um and the other teams in here like yeah like rodriguez uh is great and like uh, Natalia doesn't need more fame. She's well established, but like Shotzi could use it. So again, yeah, they're getting checks and that's good. And I'm okay. Like, yeah, it makes sense with Rhonda and Shayna being the ones they choose. Cause they're, you know, they're established and building them up now brings them back to kind of the main sort of in, in the, in the spotlight, just to have the, to, just to be big and bad, which they were always, you know, known to be. You know, that, that's what I think. You know, and of the two, I'm happy to see Shayna do it, but really nothing personal against Ronda. Fair, uh, Bill. Official prediction for this one? Uh, oof. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna go Ronda and Shayna. Yeah, me too. Uh, Mac, official prediction? Yeah, Ronda and Shayna. All right, let's do a clean sweep. Uh, you know what? I'll just to be contrarian, I'll switch to Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. Why not? Uh, just just an easy baby face win. Could go. It's it's either those two. There's no shot one of the other two teams are winning. Um. All right, three left. Here we go. Edge and the Demon version of Finn Balor are going to show up and have a little Hell in a Cell match. Uh, I think this will be fun. I think there'll be some high spots. Uh. I, we might even get a little uh, run-in from the wives slash partners in this one. But uh, I, I've made it very clear my stance on the Judgment Day. I want them to have a clean sweep on the weekend. And Edge has been very uh, vocal about wanting to come back and put over the new talent. Um, we haven't seen the Demon since before COVID, I don't think. Oh, no, one time. Uh, we, we've seen him basically one time since COVID, I think, the Demon. So I, I just don't see how Finn Balor loses this one and it's just better for storytelling going forward and I've made no bones about how I clearly want uh, Judgment Day sweep on the weekend and then on Monday night talking about how great we were over the weekend and stuff like that because I think that's just better for that faction Uh, so I'm going to go with the Demon Finn Balor Uh, Mac what say you Edge versus the Demon this is another one it's hard to call because there's like when there's not anything at stake, that's when it's like it's sometimes harder to call. Um, 
Uh, yeah, and like Edge would probably want to put over the young guys, but um, would it be better to have this as a an intermediate and then stakes a little ri- uh, higher when he does that? Um, you know, would they maybe not want Judgment Day to just to just sweep everything? So it is hard to call. Um, Finn coming out in the Demon is what's selling it for me, though. If they're having him do that, you know that that's a big deal. I think he should win if they give it that much. You know, that, that if they give it that sort of note. So I don't know what Edge is going to do, though. He's on his way out. He wants to put over guys. And when's his last big thing going to happen? Should be in Winnipeg, right? Yeah, potentially. So wherever that is is going to be. Maybe he wins or maybe there's something else. But I think for now he can eat the loss. I should say gambling-wise for this one, similar to Bianca Belair versus Asuka, both of these guys are minus 120, so this is a pick'em match. So we got two pick'em matches on night two. Um, the gambling community isn't sure which way they're going to go on between Edge and Finn Balor and Bianca and Asuka. So, uh, yeah, story-wise, this is crazy. I think I think I would I think I would bet minus 120 on the Demon. I think I think I think he's I think it's it's just a. I think it's just a spot. Like I said, Bill, what do you think? Uh, Edge versus the Demon Finn Balor. I mean, this feud's been pretty back and forth. I think I think the last last pay per view match they had, I think Edge pinned him clean. Like right, like he pinned uh, Finn mm-hmm. clean. Yeah, which so, is why he's having to go to the Demon for the Hell in a Cell match, right? Yeah. So I oh I, I forgot it was a Hell in a Cell match. This is gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I not mention that earlier? <laughs> I think I did. I hope I did. Anyway, I think, yeah, this, I think you did. I think you did. If so, I didn't, yeah, this match is uh, this is a hell of a cell match. So. Well, maybe we'll get some blood too. Then that'd be exciting. Mm-hmm. A little WrestleMania blood, but yeah, I mean, if if the demon's coming out, like you said, it's a special occasion, and I think it would be it would be a, a lost opportunity if if uh, the demon doesn't pick up a win tomorrow. So I'm gonna or on Saturday, Sunday, Sunday. I'm gonna yeah. go with I'm gonna go with Finn. And it just doesn't look good. If again, we got to think about this in on in terms of Raw too, right? And the Judgment Day is standing there. I don't. I I just I can't picture Dominic Mysterio standing there wearing Ray's mask, having vanquished his father. Rhea Ripley standing there holding the SmackDown Women's Championship, having beat Charlotte Flair, who like never loses at WrestleMania. And then to have front and center Finn Balor there, being like, "Oh man, I can't believe the de- I lost as the Demon." <laughs> to edge the night before <laughs> when the rest of his guys are like un- uh, yeah, unless like if they're doing that just get rid of the judgment day because they're like, i just yeah i want a clean sweep for the judgment day so uh i'm saying my official prediction the demon finn balor wins the hell in a cell matchup mac official prediction finn balor and bill clean sweep we're going finn balor all right two left here we go Triple threat match for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. We got the international trio of Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, and the champion Gunther, who, man, has he just been... He's been so good recently. Um, Gunther, minus 115 favorite to retain. Sheamus, plus 140. Drew McIntyre, longest odds at plus 300. Um, Boy, this one, I like... This one, unlike the rest of the card, which is insane, because this is the, I think, 12th match we've talked about. 
this one is the first time it's really come down to, boy, how are they going to want to tell the story the next night on Raw? Like, I just don't know. Do they want Gunther still out there as the champion, or do they want Gunther to drop the Intercontinental belt so he can be, like, the next guy the next guy up for the for the bigger the big boy belts the the, the world title belts perhaps um there's Sheamus who's done everything they got the star I think doesn't he need the intercontinental title to like complete the triple the uh, the 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 triple crown or the or the grand slam or whatever it is and then you know there's, there's Drew McIntyre yeah he could walk around with the intercontinental belt I have no idea which way this is going to go Bill what say you what are your thoughts on Gunther Sheamus McIntyre I think this is going to be the best match of the weekend. Like it's just going to be yeah. brutal. Okay. It's going to it's like Sheamus is going to look like hamburger when this is over and it's <laughs> Yeah. Just over. what a what a canvas for Gunther to practice oh. those chops oh, on, man. right? Just like... <laughs> I'm really really excited for this one. I don't even care who wins. Like I think maybe yeah. Gunther will win, uh but I think you also made a compelling case for Sheamus. So, I don't know. I I'm just really excited to see this one. It's going to be brutal. This is this is a work rate match for night two for sure, and I will likely be competing with uh, uh, Rollins versus Logan Paul for work rate match of the weekend. I think, uh, yeah, God, this is this is a tip. This is a difficult one. This is the first time I stared at the names and I was like, wow, I have no clue who's gonna win this match. Mac, what are your thoughts? Gunther, Sheamus, Drew McIntyre. So many welts. So many welts. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I do. I think Gunther's gonna retain. Um, They've been kind of lukewarm on on Drew, which is kind of crazy that he's out of the big boy picture now. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what a thing to think of the past few year, few years it would go that way. But I don't know. Maybe he's there just, you know, he'll kind of float between both levels of of competition, I guess. And the Intercontinental one is sort of like, yeah, it's for the Smarks too, right? You know, mm-hmm. it, it can be for us. And this is the match that they're throwing us because they know it's just going to be – you know, such an insane work rate and such a such a good match that only these guys, you know, well, maybe not only these guys, but we're confident in these guys. Like Sheamus, 100%, you know, and he's shown that with Gunther. Um, Drew, maybe this will elevate him into that sort of smarky dream territory. People who have followed his stuff outside of WWE probably know more, and I'm not that. I don't know, did he have these same style of matches outside of WWE when he was kind of going from babyface to Scottish psychopath. Maybe he did. And it'd be cool to me if he, you know, leans into it and, you know, didn't they all just welt the living hell out of each other? <laughs> yeah. This one is like, <laughs> this one gets me thinking. Cause I'm sitting here thinking I have a pretty, you know, strong grip on most of these matches and who I think is going to win. I can't wait for Austin for Austin Theory versus Cena to open up night one, and Cena walks out with the WW with the United States Championship, and then me to have spend the rest of the weekend going, I don't know what the hell's gonna happen. Cena just walked out with the U.S. title. Everything's everything's on the table. Everything's on the table. Um, yeah, I I think it's gonna be this. This is gonna be a good one. This low key could steal the be the match of the weekend. It really could. Um. I agree with you, Mac. I think it's going to be Gunther. That'll be my official prediction. We'll, we'll just go around the horn here, but really looking forward to this one. This likely will be the the match. This will probably be the match that kicks off the night. I think to get everybody uh, juiced for the rest of the uh, 
rest of the card that kicks off night two um, after a, what I think will be a pretty stellar night one too. Um, yeah, so I'm going to say official prediction: Gunther uh, retains the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, what say you, Bill? Uh, just to be contrarian, I'm going to say Sheamus. Awesome. And what about you, Mac? Uh, no. Nah, all right, I'll stick. I'll stick to our boy. I'll say Gunther. All right. All right, the last match of the night, the big one, the main event, 2023 Royal Rumble winner, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, goes in there with his father's memory in his, you know, just with his father's spirit behind him to take on the tribal chief, Roman Reigns, for the undisputed Universal Championship betting odds. Cody Rhodes is a minus 550 favorite. Roman Reigns is plus 325. Before we get into storyline predictions, from a gambling perspective, you're not betting on Cody Rhodes. You're betting Roman Reigns with the plus 325 because uh, there's always the chance that Roman Reigns could win this. So you're not laying the juice with Cody Rhodes because there's no profit to be made there. Storyline-wise, I wish this one had a little bit better of a build. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, the build's been okay, but when you line it up to the aforementioned Sami Zayn storyline, yowza, right? Like it just, like Sami Zayn winning the belt would have been just better payoff storyline wise, but you know, plenty, plenty of meat on the bone for this one, you know, Cody Rhodes, his dad, you know, and Paul Heyman always running him down for his dad. You know, his dad coming out there in the polka dots, et cetera, et cetera. Two legacy kids going at it. Um, one who was, you know, basically given everything from the get-go and had to earn it being a heel. And then, the uh, you know, had to earn it with the crowd being a heel. And then Cody Rhodes, the guy who they they let go, and then he started a rival company, and then the prodigal son returned. There, there's, there's meat on the bone here. Bill. Is Roman Reigns finally dethroned after a thousand plus days as as uh, double champ? I think that he has to be. Like, if Cody Rhodes doesn't win, I think they just have to end wrestling because no one will ever beat Roman Reigns, and that you just you know wrap it up, call it a day. But I got to say, like these two have done a commendable job of making like a compelling story, considering that like yeah, everybody wanted to see, you know, Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns. That's what everybody wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I find anybody who wouldn't say, no, that's what I wanted to see for WrestleMania. So, like, the fact that we're not getting that, you know, that, that this is what it's going to be, I think they did a good job putting the story yeah. together. But, I, yeah, Cody's got to win. Long story short, Cody, Cody's got to win. Yeah, that's, I mean, there's always a story. Like, Ro- Reigns could still win this. This is why, again, as a gambler, you're going to take the three and a quarter odds <laughs> with Roman. Because there's always a chance that... Roman wins. There's a there's there's a better than three times chance that Roman wins this matchup, um, because it will officially make him look like nobody can beat Reigns. There's no one left, and then Monday night somebody comes out. There's always somebody, right? The last man to pin Roman Reigns, Baron Corbin. <laughs> the last man to pin Roman Reigns clean, Baron Corbin comes out and says, "I got this." <laughs> but no, obviously. Something better than that. But um, it's always something. But I, I agree. It's got to be. There's just going to be too much 
Cody Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes stuff going on. I'll bet Cody comes out and, you know, wearing, like, you know, he'll have the American Nightmare stuff. Like, uh, it'll, it'll just be, he'll probably have, like, a you know, his weight belt with, like, the black and yellow polka dots and stuff to symbolize his dad and stuff. I just, you know, I, I just, WrestleMania ending with Cody Rhodes winning and then crying in the middle of the ring, pointing up to his dad and all that just, Seems like that would be a great WrestleMania moment for sure. And then, you know, the fallout of the bloodline the next night after they lose all the belts and stuff, That that's just going to be great, great storytelling, I think. Um, Mac, what do you think? Reigns v. Rhodes. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, and I can't think of anything other than, like, what you just said. And a good point that Bill made there we got to accept the fact that they're doing this and it wasn't really their, their plan for it all. And it is sort of in the shadow of how much everybody wanted Sami Zayn. So we can say like, Oh, F it. It sucks. And we just don't, you know, it's, it's not the, it's not the exact thing we wanted. So throw it away. Uh, and it's crap, but no, I don't think we should, we should see and give it a chance to be something give them a chance to uh yeah and like dethrone roaming after all this time he's already has this crazy streak like do we need this anymore um not really and we don't want it to get to to cross that focal point of dominant champion to just so damn predictable because then you get the hate that's how they got the cena hate that's how they got uh <laughs> roman reigns early in his career right and they don't want that. So hopefully they know it's it's good for the business to shake it up. And it should be, even if this is less than ideal. Maybe they can feud. Maybe he gets it back soon. But, like, some kind of way to, <laughs> to communicate to the audience that they are willing to have Roman Reigns lose. They're not in that back, not back in that stupid mindset where, you know, the top guy just doesn't lose. Because we, we are sick of that. I'll speak for us if that's okay. Yeah, that's it's fine. Yeah, I just it does feel like it's time, but I mean this is it's it's wrestling, man. It's wrestling. Maybe they maybe they somebody came up with something. Somebody could come up with a brilliant idea for, you know, Monday night and that'll keep the storyline going for another few months if like the morning uh, like the like Sunday morning and be like, "Wait a minute, I got it." And then they all go, "Holy crap, we got to have Reigns retain, right?" But it's just it feels like it's got to be rain, it, that, like it's got to be Rhodes. But man, this is really good. It's just too bad Rhodes blew out the peck uh, last year, right? Because then he, he, you know, they, they would have been getting to this a little bit sooner. And I just think there, there's just there's a lot of meat that they that they weren't able to to get fully cooked on this this matchup in order for us to really lose our shit when it, you know if Cody were to win as like we will, might have if uh, Zane had a one a month ago. That's a different. Uh, Bill, official prediction, Rhodes versus Reigns. We're going Cody. Uh, Mac? Cody. All right, let's make it a clean sweep. Um, is there anything else you guys would like to discuss before we get out of here in terms of uh, WrestleMania weekend? Any of the – Stacey Keebler's going to the Hall of Fame. Any thoughts? Any, any, <laughs> anything on that? <laughs> I'm excited about Luda. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Muda going in is pretty sweet. And I don't want to rag on Stacey Keebler. She's super awesome. But, yeah, she should definitely go to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Absolutely, she should. So, like, yeah. It's... That's it. All right. I think that's it. Uh, Crossover Podcast available at uh, thecrossoverpodcast.com and on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Sorry, so there's only, we're not on Facebook anymore because I got hacked. So, yeah, that's the thing. So, uh, yeah, the, the, cross, the Crossover Podcast is no longer on Facebook. So, uh, that's it. If only Facebook had a couple of human beings actually working for them, I could get that account back and up. But there's nobody to talk to to get it fixed. So, what are you going to do? You just get stuck in an endless... Uh, uh, computer loop, and I'm not going to do that. So, yeah, uh, Crossover Podcast, Google, the crossoverpodcast.com, iTunes, please rate and subscribe, five stars only. We're also on Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher, and pretty much any other podcatcher that you happen to be using out there. Uh, please rate us, leave us a review on any of those. That goes a long way for helping us out, please. Um, and, uh, yeah, that is it for this week. We might be back next weekend uh, with something a little bit fun, if it's in the cards. I don't want to spoil it just in case I don't actually get to do it. But we have something uh, fun planned for pop culture next week if we're, we're able to get to it. So uh, stay tuned. For, hopefully stay tuned for that one. I don't want to say that's a guarantee uh, based on how busy my week might be next week. But uh, as always, Bill, Mac, as always, great time. Great time talking the wrestling with you guys. Uh Take care, everybody, and have fun watching WrestleMania this weekend. Uh, And we'll talk to you next time on the Crossover Podcast. See you later.